I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. It is so nice to be sitting down with you here today. It's a rainy, gloomy day here where I live, and it's the day after my birthday, so I feel like I've had kind of a busy weekend, and it's just nice. There's something about a chilly, gloomy, rainy day that I just absolutely love. A lot of my friends think I would really love weather over in like London, England, and also Oregon area. So those are places I've never been before, but apparently based off of the weather that I really enjoy, all of my friends think that I would really love those places. But anyways, I received a listener request for a topic for the podcast. So I think it was a couple weeks ago when I did a solo episode answering a listener question and that was my thoughts on the pro-metabolic approach. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I received tons of amazing feedback on that particular episode. So if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely go back and listen to that. But doing a solo episode from a listener requested topic actually prompted more of you to reach out to me and send in some requests for podcast episodes, which made me so happy because honestly, as much like I love having guests on the show, I really, really do. And it's fun to sit down with people and chat with them and get to know them better. And oftentimes when I have guests on the show, it's like, I'm meeting a new friend and I actually become really good friends with some of the people that I have on the show. So I love having guests on and not to mention like all of the incredible information that they bring to the table as well. So I just love our guest podcast episodes, but I also just love sitting down in my office with my microphone and just chatting with you and I know I prioritize doing a solo podcast episode once a month. We always do our monthly mental health check-ins on the first Wednesday of every month. So that is coming up but I also love answering your questions and talking about them because I do this work, this work with trauma and eating disorder recovery and just like food obsession, recovery, exercise obsession, all of that stuff, right? And most of that is always rooted in some type of trauma. And really, that's the work that I really love doing. So if you have any questions or any requests, just send them in to me because... 
like I said, there's just something special and something just so satisfying sitting down here in my office by myself with my microphone and just chatting with you. I think it's like the introvert in me, you know, and that's probably also why I feel the way I do today. So I had a really great birthday weekend. I keep referring to it as a weekend. My birthday was on Monday, but it felt like the weekend, like yesterday did not feel like Monday. I was kind of completely off the grid. (laughs) I wasn't really doing any work yesterday, but, um, anyways, I had a really nice birthday weekend, spent a lot of time with my family and I love spending time with my family, but I think that's why today I feel a little like just so happy to be sitting here in my office all by myself. Introvert Meg coming out. So, okay, let's get to the topic of the hour. All right. So one of my listeners requested that I do a podcast episode about what to do when your hunger cues or your hunger signals are basically non-existent. And I love this question so much. I'm so happy she requested it. And we're actually going to talk about that next week. So that's next week's topic. I thought before diving into that topic of like, okay, if I have no hunger cues, what do I do? I thought before even having that conversation, this conversation was more important to have before that one. And what we're talking about today is signs that you are not eating enough. And if you follow me over on Instagram, or if you see my posts over on Instagram, which by the way, let's just go on a side tangent here. (laughs) I promise we are going to get into the good stuff today. We really are, I promise. But before we really dive in, just a heads up, Instagram, we we love it and we also hate it at the same time, right? There's, It's so amazing for so many reasons, but it's also so annoying for so many reasons. But I just thought I would remind you that even if you follow me on Instagram, you might not be seeing my stories. You might also not be seeing my posts that I make to my feed basically every single day of the week. I typically post Monday through Friday and sometimes on the weekend, but very rarely because I'm usually not on my phone on the weekends. So... If you follow me, but you feel like you're not seeing my posts and you want to make sure you're seeing my posts, Instagram now has this feature where you can click those three dots on the top right hand corner when you're like scrolling through your feed and maybe you come across my post or another post of someone that you really enjoy following on Instagram, you can click those three dots and then you can actually mark that account as one of your favorites. And if you've been on Instagram lately, you probably have noticed that at least this is how my feed looks. Like every single time I log into Instagram, I would say like 99% of the time, the first post I see is from an account that is either sponsored or an account that Instagram is suggesting to me. So not even someone I follow. 
And so clicking those three dots and making your favorite accounts, like marking your favorite accounts as your favorite on Instagram is actually going to ensure that you see the content from your favorite accounts. And I just thought this was relevant because like I said, I'm talking about something that I have been talking about over on Instagram for the past couple of weeks. But if you're like, whoa, I had no idea that you had a whole series on this topic, then you're not seeing my posts. And you can go on Instagram right now, click those three dots and just mark me as one of your favorites. But now that we are basically 10 minutes into the show now, I really do want to get into today's topic. And that is, I'm going to cover 10 signs that you are not eating enough. All right, so let's dive in. And the first one might seem kind of super obvious, but for other people, it's not. And I have a feeling that a lot of you listening to this show today might not think it's a super obvious sign. So number one sign that you are not eating enough calories is having high levels of hunger, right? So Our hunger, like experiencing hunger, is obviously a sign that our body needs food, right? It's hungry and it's requesting more food. But what I typically see, especially with women, I truly have never spoken to a male about this before or that they've like shared that they feel like this to me. They haven't ever expressed this concern to me, but I have this conversation with women all the time and that is when they're feeling high levels of hunger it's not like their brain doesn't immediately go oh wow I didn't eat enough today or oh wow I should go eat more it's almost like they go into full freak out mode and start judging their hunger like why am I so hungry why do I feel more hungry today and we go into or not me, I'm including myself into this, but women technically or typically go into this little bit of a spiral thinking that there's something wrong with them if they're feeling hungry. And let me be clear, like if you are feeling hungry, there is nothing wrong with you. It is truly just a sign. It's a, it's a form of communication from your body being like, Hey, I need some more food right now. Okay. So that's what hunger is. I kind of always like thinking about having to go pee, right? Like if you have that sensation of, Oh, I really need to go pee right now. You don't stop and think, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel this way, right? Like, why do I need to go pee? Like, we don't judge that sensation of having to go pee. We just go to the washroom, right? But when hunger is involved, there's just so many more emotions coming into play typically. And so many women start to judge, question, second guess, 
and are really confused as to why they might be feeling hungry when the answer is really, really that simple. It's the fact that your body needs more food. Okay. And same with like feeling tired, right? It's like, if you feel tired, you, you know that like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired. I might need to go to bed sooner, or maybe I'll have a nap, something like that. Right. But hunger is usually a whole different story. So I just want to make that clear that if you are experiencing hunger, let's recognize if we are judging it, second guessing it, getting upset with ourselves for feeling hunger, right? You don't get mad at yourself for feeling that sensation to go pee, right? That there's no second guessing or judgment there. We just go. And so I really want us to see our hunger in the same light, just respond to it in the same way, right? Recognize that, oh, this is just simply a way that my body is communicating with me that I need some more food right now. But going back to sign number one, high levels of hunger. I'm talking like, okay, you're maybe you eat breakfast and then an hour later or a couple hours later, you're feeling hungry again. And it's like that kind of, you can't catch up with that hunger feeling, right? It's just like this consistent level of hunger that's kind of always with you. I have experienced this in my life before and I have a few clients going through this phase right now where it's like, it just feels like you're constantly hungry and feeling constantly hungry can actually really interfere with how you move through your day. Like it can be really, really distracting, right? Like if you're trying to work and you're just constantly feeling hungry, it's really hard to get anything done. I felt this way a lot when I was going through hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery was just like I couldn't do anything because I was just constantly getting up and going to the kitchen to grab something to eat. So if this is you, if you feel like you're quite often hungry, maybe you get ravenous throughout the day, or if just feeling hungry, even like that low level of hunger just constantly throughout the day, I know a lot of you listening right now will be able to resonate with this. But if you feel that way, this consistent or high level of hunger, this is a sign that you are not eating enough right now. So the best thing that you can do for yourself is increase your calories. And if that is difficult for you, if that's something that's really challenging for you and you just don't even know where to start, please know I am your girl for this. I love this sort of stuff. I love helping women eat more and just nourish their bodies with abundance. So know I'm here for you. And so that's sign number one. And then on the flip side, sign number two is actually having no hunger at all. Okay. And that might sound a little confusing. Like, okay, so why if you know having high hunger levels that's a sign that I'm not eating enough so why would like the total opposite be also a sign that I'm not eating enough so 
when we go like a long period of time in our life not eating enough calories so basically if we're running at a deficit or where when we're under eating for a prolonged period of time in our life our bodies are so smart right our bodies are always just trying to support us in the best ways that they can at all times so if we're consistently not getting enough food coming in on that consistent basis like I said our bodies are going to recognize that and so why would our bodies produce like a hunger cue if they know like oh she's not even going to feed me anyways right so it's going to start down regulating things it's going to start slowing down it's going to start conserving okay so if we are consistently undernourishing our body consistently running out of deficit consistently restricting and just consistently not nourishing ourselves with the amount of calories that our bodies actually need everything's gonna slow down everything's gonna downregulate, and we're like in this conserve mode and it's not going to produce that those hunger cues I was here for a really long period of my life before I started to work towards getting my period back Um, When I didn't have my period, so prior to my HA recovery journey, I was hearing about women always talking about how ravenous they were, right? I am not sure if you're familiar with Stephanie Buttermore, but she did like this all-in thing on YouTube. She's like a big YouTuber, and she kind of made going all-in really popular. And the reason why Stephanie went all in was because she was hungry all the time and granted I started my HA recovery journey far before Stephanie went in but I'm just using her as an example here because you often hear the women that are or have been under eating they talk about always feeling hungry all the time right they have that consistent pang of hunger all the time and they just feel like they could eat large amounts of food all the time and nothing really satisfies them or silence that hunger so I didn't really fall into that category when I didn't have my period so this was around like 2017 2018 I really had no hunger cues I just was never hungry and I think that like played with my mind a little bit for a while because it's hard to wrap your head around the fact that you might not be eating enough if you never have any hunger but I can promise you that this is most definitely a sign of not eating enough. If you do not ever feel hungry, this is a sign that your metabolism is not thriving. Your metabolism is not happy if you are never hungry. Um, a few signs that you are in this really healthy place 
is that you have this like consistent kind of waves of hunger, right? So you wake up, you feel like, yeah, I could eat breakfast right now. That's an awesome sign that your metabolism is in a really good place. And then you wake up, you eat breakfast. And then a few hours later, like three hours later, you feel that like, huh, okay. Yeah. I could grab a snack. Then you have a snack. Then three ish hours later, you're feeling like, yeah, I'm hungry for lunch. Right? So it's this just gentle, gradual, um, every few hours, that feeling of, yeah, I could eat something. Like for an example, right now I'm recording this podcast. I ate lunch like two hours ago and I can definitely feel like slowly that hunger slowly coming in. And as soon as I wrap up this podcast episode, which I am just realizing now we're like 20 minutes in and I'm going to split this up into two different parts. So we will cover part one today. So five signs you're not eating enough. And then next week, we're going to dive into part two and cover the last five signs that you're not eating enough for a total of 10 signs that you're not eating enough food, even though there's definitely more signs than what I have planned out to talk about. So going back to sign number two, no hunger. So if you resonate with that, if you feel like, oh yeah, I wake up in the morning, I'm not hungry. And you know, maybe if I didn't eat all day, who knows when I would be hungry. I remember thinking that myself, like, okay, if I just didn't eat, I wonder if I would ever feel hungry just because I never felt hunger before. And that is absolutely a sign that you are not eating enough calories. So we want to feel hungry. We want to feel hungry, but we do not want to feel hungry all the time. We don't want to feel ravenous all the time, right? We want that just that loving, gentle fluctuation of hunger coming in and out every few hours. Sign number three is that you are tired, I love talking about this one. I just love this whole topic in general, which is why I did an entire series over on Instagram about signs you're not eating enough, because let's be real, most women are not eating enough food. But sign number three is that you are tired. And what happens when women are tired? Typically, they feel as though they need to be reaching for coffee, right? They, they're they looking for energy in that coffee. They feel like coffee is going to give them energy because, I mean, coffee is a stimulant, right? But let us not forget what calories are. Calories are energy people. So please do not forget this. Okay. I had Libby Westcomb on the show a few weeks ago. It's probably more like a month ago or more. And we were talking about how calories aren't this like awful, scary, horrible word. It's not this thing to fear, right? If we can start seeing calories as energy, Imagine what could change in your life if you're able to see them as energy. So if we think about it that way, when we are tired, 
what do we want? We want more energy if we're tired, right? To be completely honest, I'm a little tired today and you can bet your bottom that I have been nourishing my body with abundance today. And yeah, anyways, okay, going back to feeling tired. So we want energy when we're feeling tired. And like I said, we typically reach for a coffee when we're tired. And what's coffee other than a stimulant? Well, there's no energy in coffee. Like there's no calories in coffee unless, of course, you're adding cream and sugar to that coffee. Okay. Which is a great idea. If you're going to drink coffee, add some cream and sugar to it. I'm all for it. So when you are tired, I highly suggest like nourishing your body. Okay. Maybe you did have a really crappy sleep, which we will eventually talk about. That's going to be our last thing today. But If you're feeling tired, it's your body's sign that it is in need of more energy. And I just want you to start seeing calories as energy because that's what they are. Calories is just another word for energy for our cells. All right. And so when you are tired throughout the day, maybe you're feeling that like 3 p.m. crash, okay? That's pretty common because so many women will have kind of a skimpy lunch and then by 3 p.m. they're just feeling beat. They're feeling so tired. They feel like they could have a nap. That's such a huge sign from your body to look at, okay, look at what you had for breakfast, snack, and lunch. How much have you ate today so far? maybe not much. And it's just another sign that your body is in need of some more energy. So give that a whirl. Next time you're feeling tired, grab some food and see how that works for you rather than grabbing a coffee with absolutely zero calories in it. Point number four, so sign number four that you are not eating enough is that you are constantly thinking about food. So many clients of mine are experiencing this. And if you're listening to the show, you might be experiencing it too. So when we think of hunger, we often think of that desire to eat Or it might be like that grumble in the stomach, right? We often think of like physical sensations, right? But hunger does not have to be a physical sensation. It can simply be the thought of food entering your mind and just like not being able to shake this thought of food. Not that I'm encouraging you to shake this thought of food, but it might just be like thoughts about food. And when we're constantly thinking about food, this is a really, really good sign that your body is definitely undernourished, definitely at the depths of my eating disorder, the depths of my disordered eating journey. And just when I was really undernourished without a period, all of those times in my life, I thought about food 
all the time. I honestly remember going to like the mall or a coffee shop, just like someplace to meet up with my friends, right? That food wasn't involved. So the mall is a really good example here. I remember I would always meet up with my friends at the mall when I was going to university. And I remember so clearly having conversations with my friends and my mind would just be wandering to thoughts about food. Like I would just always be thinking about food. And it was so hard to carry on a conversation with my friends who I loved hanging out with and loved chatting with and having these conversations with. But it was so hard because I was just always thinking about food. And maybe you don't resonate with this. Maybe you're like, eh, I don't think I'm always thinking about food. But here's a couple more signs that maybe you are thinking about food all the time. So if you are constantly on Pinterest looking for food recipes, or maybe take a look at your Instagram account, if your entire feed is just pictures of food, that might be a sign that like, oh, wow, maybe I do think about food a lot, right? I remember, again, this is pre-getting my period back, so pre-HA recovery, I would just spend so much time on Instagram looking at food pictures, trying to decide what I wanted to make for dinner that night, or just like making plans about what I wanted to eat. And it's kind of, it's so eye-opening now, but it's, it's just, I don't know, it's so weird to me to think like how much time I spent thinking about food before and not even realizing that it was because I was thinking about food all the time because I was hungry. And then sign number five is having poor sleeps. So this might look like taking forever to fall asleep or maybe fall asleep just fine, but you wake up throughout the night. And this waking up throughout the night might look like waking up to go pee throughout the night. Now, this is kind of an easy one to blame on something else, right? So a lot of women don't realize that waking up to pee in the middle of the night is a sign of under eating, but it most definitely is. But like I said, it's kind of one of those things that it's easy to blame on something else. Like, oh, well, I had to wake, I had to wake up. I needed to go pee so bad. Okay. So our bodies absolutely should be able to make it through the entire night without having to wake up and go pee. It's a sign of stress hormones being present and not nourishing our bodies properly, not having enough fuel, not having enough glucose to make it through the entire night. So if this sounds like you, and I know most of my clients who I begin working with, they are not sleeping through the entire night. So I have a good feeling that most of you listening to this podcast episode right now 
are also maybe not sleeping through the entire night. So this would be a really great goal for you to strive for is as you continue to nourish your body is sleeping through the entire night. Honestly, I love seeing our night of sleep as this natural long fast that we are about to enter right so if you're having dinner at like five o'clock six o'clock even seven o'clock and you're just having like a normal dinner meal right and then you go hours and hours and hours most of us sleep seven to nine hours every single night right or at least that's what we should be striving for I know for me personally I easily clock in seven hours of sleep most often eight hours of sleep every single night and that's a long time to go without eating anything so that's why I love having a really solid bedtime snack before I go to bed because I kind of like thinking of okay, I have to fuel up because I'm going to enter this fast before I go to sleep. So I usually have this huge yogurt bowl with a ton of fruit. Um, Sometimes I put chocolate on it. Sometimes I don't. Most of the time I drizzle with honey. Sometimes I add some cereal, that sort of thing. So that personally works really, really well for me. But if you're not having a bedtime snack and you feel like, yeah, I don't have quality sleep. Maybe it takes me forever to fall asleep or maybe you're waking up throughout the night. There's a really, really great chance that you are not eating enough throughout the day. But what could really help you is adding calories in the form of a bedtime snack before you go to bed. And something that would be really helpful here would be like a combination of protein and carbohydrates. So dairy before bed is really supportive. It's just like a slow digesting type of protein. So having like a yogurt bowl, like I said, I have before bed is really great. Or if you like cheese or cottage cheese, or if you can get your hands on a high quality source of milk, that sort of thing. Like dairy is a really great option before bed. Of course, you don't have to have dairy before bed, but I'm just throwing it out there that you do want to have a protein source before bed and then also pair it with a carbohydrate to balance blood sugar as well. Like I said, one of the main reasons why we would be waking up to go pee in the middle of the night is not having enough glucose in order to make it through until morning. So we want to make sure that we are pairing that protein with a carbohydrate source. And so like I said, a lot of the times for me that looks like some cereal, some fruit, some honey or like fruit and honey, that sort of thing. And I promise if you are not having a bedtime snack right now and you're under eating in your calories, this is just a really easy way to increase your calories and also support a better night's sleep. So those are five signs that you are not eating enough. Let's do a quick recap and then I'm going to hop off and I need to go grab a snack because whenever I sit down to podcast, I get really hungry. (laughs) 
it must just be like all this talking and thinking. But just another side note here is that remember, even if you're sitting down doing what feels like nothing, maybe you're sitting down listening to a podcast, sitting down reading a book, sitting down doing work, you are constantly burning calories. Thinking even burns calories. I was not hungry when I very first started recording this podcast episode. And now I'm like, wow, I really need a snack. So I'm not going to push myself any further and cover the last five signs that you're not eating enough. I am going to honor my hunger right now. I'm going to wrap up this podcast episode at number five. And next week, we will continue with the last five. But let's do a quick recap. So if you feel like you are constantly hungry or experiencing very high levels of hunger, if you feel like you're never hungry at all and like your hunger cues are basically non-existent, if you feel like you are just constantly tired or maybe you're like hitting that energy crash mid-afternoon or mid-morning perhaps if you're constantly thinking about food and if your sleep is not great maybe it takes you a long time to fall asleep or you're waking up in the middle of the night if you're just not getting a solid night's sleep those five things are signs that you are not eating enough food And now my friends, like I said, I'm going to run. I'm going to go make myself a snack and I will see you back here next week with a brand new episode, a solo episode, and we'll cover the last five signs that you are not eating enough food. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I loved being here with you this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a screenshot, post it to social media. That really helps me get the word out and we are able to just speak to more people who need this type of support. And as I said at the beginning of the show, if this is something you do need support with and you love what I have to say and you feel like you and I could work together Click the link in my show notes. I am currently accepting three more clients and I would love to work with you. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next week. 